Hi, my name is Kevin Vozar, vacation property professional, travel enthusiast, financial planner and investment advisor, dog and cat lover, and now the host of the CFY podcast, brought to you by Cabins for You, a vacation rental management company born in the heart of the Smokies in Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. With over 20 years of experience in the vacation industry, CFY's podcast will cover all aspects of travel and vacation rentals for both travelers and vacation property owners. If you've got itchy feet or are planning a vacation, want to jump into the vacation rental business, or just want to learn more about the travel industry, stick around. It's about to get good. Welcome to this episode of the CFY podcast that we've affectionately titled is, Are Vacation Rental Properties Really a Good Investment? Now, what we hope this episode will help you all understand is what, frankly, I'm asked almost every day by property owners, prospective owners, and investors. And that's simply this. Is owning a vacation rental property here in the Tennessee Smoky Mountains in North Georgia really a good investment? Well, I come at this from a couple of different angles. First, I'm going to answer the question uh, with a little ambiguity, and the answer is yes and no. There's many, many variables as to why it's become so popular now to own a vacation rental property here in the Smoky Mountain region of the Southeast United States. Now, I said I'll come at this at a couple of different angles. First and foremost, um, my background is as a financial planner and investment advisor. And for me, a vacation rental property is no different than any other investment. In fact, like stocks or bonds, mutual funds, or other traditional investments, having a vacation rental property is like having it in a separate asset class. And having a diversified portfolio is very important. But what's really important to understand is to work with somebody who really knows the ins and outs of investments so that you can make a really a quality and an educated decision as to whether or not owning a vacation property here is right for you. So I began this with saying that, you know, is it a good investment? And I answered, you know, wishy-washy, yes and no, because there are many variables. But what really caused this is a sudden surge of popularity with owning vacation rental properties here in the Smokies. Obviously, we're a very popular destination. A lot of guests are coming here. All you have to do is look at TripAdvisor, who recently named uh, Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge the number one vacation destination for United States travelers. So we're going to go from 12, 13 million guests a year, probably to eclipsing 14 to 15 million guests. And guess what? Those guests need a place to stay, and not everyone wants to stay in a hotel. Also, uh, recently a national financial magazine named the Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, and Sevierville area the number one place to buy a short-term rental property, and which caused a lot of attention from buyers, investors from all over the country. It's really uh, pretty amazing, the calls that I get from California, from Arizona, from Illinois, New York, and Florida, asking about if owning a property here is a good investment. So it's very popular. People are wanting to buy properties here because of the surge of the popularity of guests who are coming here. Now, I want to ask a question, and I want you to ask this of yourself, is what kind of a 
real estate buyer might you be? Uh, there's really two types of buyers who buy here in the Tennessee and Georgia mountain area. One is, a, is the family uh, dynamic. This could be where you may have come with your family to stay in a cabin in, in this region, really loved it, and were thinking you know, over dinner, wow, I wonder what it would be like to buy a cabin here so that not only we can use it for vacation, bring our family and make memories, but when we're not using it, we can certainly rent it out and perhaps cover our overhead uh, and maybe at least our debt service on it. Okay, that's the first type. It's the emotional purchaser. The second type of purchaser is the pure investor. These are the people who look at, at owning a vacation rental property purely as an investment. Sure, they might come once in a while, but that's not their sole purpose. They don't want to retire here. Chances are they may never bring their family here. They want to purchase it because they see a good, strong return on their investment. And perhaps, perhaps they're needing to do something with some uh, capital gains that uh, for a sale of a property in another region, perhaps harvesting those gains from another uh, area of the country and then reinvesting the gross tax-deferred gains from the sale of that property into this area. And we're going to talk about that in just here in a few minutes. So again, we have two types of buyers, the family dynamic, the family unit, which is buying more on emotion and maybe just maybe they hope to retire here one day or certainly make enough money on this on the when they're not here to cover their expenses and the investor. So what kind of potential buyer are you? And we have all kinds. But let me go back to the family purchaser for a second. And I talk to owners and prospective owners about this quite often. And I have to ask is, do you have the temperament to own a vacation rental property? You know, unlike perhaps your 401k, your IRA, your investment accounts, uh, where you get a statement every quarter, you open it up, you look at it. This is my balance, you know, at the beginning of the quarter. This is my balance at the end minus fees, uh, you know, advisor fees, turnover fees, etc. You look at it and you say, well, I'm doing good, I'm doing bad, and you put it in a drawer or you file it away. That's, a, that's unemotional until it comes time to start drawing income for retirement. But with a property that you and your family may want to stay in, make memories in, put your DNA to decorate it, just so happens that if something happens in that property, something goes missing, something gets damaged, something happens that would trigger an emotional response. And some owners are able to deal with that emotional response much, much better than others. So what I would have to ask you is, if you feel that you could get so easily triggered with a little item in your cabin missing or something that's been damaged and replaced with something other than what you purchased, um, you find it not potentially uh, as well maintained as perhaps you would like it to be because of the number of guests that are in there and the normal wear and tear, you may or may not have the, the right temperament to own a vacation rental property. But again, if you're a seriously a serious investor and, and that is what you're looking for and you understand the, the ins and outs and the ups and downs of the market, then absolutely this could be a very good investment and a very good buy for you. So 
how do I define a good investment as it relates to a vacation rental management situation where you are, you're owning a short-term rental, whether it's a cabin, a chalet, a condo, an executive-style home, whatever it is. How do you find what a good um, in, what a good investment is? There are both tangible and intangible considerations that you must think about. One, we talked about it before. To me, it's a separate asset class. You know, unlike a traditional investment, stocks, bonds, etc., owning real estate, especially short-term vacation rental property, is a separate asset class. Now, the good part of this type of asset class, it's what we call it's a non-correlated asset, where stocks and bonds and mutual funds and other traditional investments react on a moment-to-moment -moment basis on market fluctuations, market pressures um, that goes up and down. And you can see it up and down. A vacation rental property, the income that it generates, isn't necessarily correlated to the market. It's more affected by consumer confidence. It's affected by the overall health of the economy. It's affected by unemployment numbers. It's obviously affected by things like COVID that we've just have experienced here and are continuing to experience. But these are all things that aren't market related. They, are, they have pressures and influences, but they're not necessarily market influences. So being that it's a non-correlated asset is a good thing. Now, a traditional investor or even a family investor is familiar with the, you know, with the term ROI, return on investment. And typically what that is, is when you take the value of the asset and you divide the net before tax return by the value of the asset would give you your ROI. In the real estate world and in short-term rentals, we refer to it as the cap rate. Now, different people will formulate the cap rate a little bit differently. I do it the traditional way. You've got a value of an asset. What did you pay for that vacation rental property? Let's say you paid a million dollars for that cabin. And that cabin generated gross rental income of $100,000, okay? From that $100,000, you would deduct your operating expenses. You would deduct your utilities, your TV, your internet, your liability insurance, potentially gas, propane, natural gas. Uh, you would deduct perhaps HOA fees and any other fees that you might be charged for the property's management. So that's going to give you your net income before taxes. So you take that number, divide it by the value of the asset or what you paid for it, okay, and that's going to give you your cap rate. So that is something to consider when you're thinking about, is this a good investment for me? Is it a good investment overall? And the good news is, if you reach out to Cabins for You, we can analyze a property that you might be thinking about. We can fill in the blanks and let you know what your potential cap rate would be. Now, please don't misunderstand me. A cap rate is based on the value of the property when you buy it. It has nothing to do with debt service, has nothing to do with down payments. It's the, purely the value that you paid for it and what you generate net before taxes. Okay, very important consideration. Now, here in the 
predominantly the Tennessee Smoky Mountains because it's gotten so popular here and so many investors are coming here. The other aspect to consider if this is a good investment or not is the purchase price. Okay, purchase prices for good quality turnkey properties here in the Tennessee Smokies are frankly going up extravagantly. Um, just a few years ago, a good property ready to go, ready to rent to guests, would sell in the $240 to $250 a square foot range. Today, that same property is selling for $320 to $350 a square foot. Now, that shouldn't dissuade you from considering this as an investment because your cap rates are still going to be very good in a diversified portfolio. So it's important to really be, you know, I can't impress on you enough that when you're considering the investment is look at the purchase price because that's just like the amount that you're putting into a an investment account. If you have a million dollars that you buy a property or you put a million dollars into an investment account, it's going to generate you gross income. You're going to pay some fees and what's left is your net income before taxes and that's what you're going to base your return on, your cap rate, and whether or not this is a successful investment for you or not. Now, obviously, we want to talk about expenses because expenses are really important because owning a vacation rental property is a business, okay? Now, you can own it individually uh, or jointly, personally, with a spouse or significant other. That's the way it's titled on the deed. Or you can title it, title it under a business entity like an LLC or a subchapter C or chapter, subchapter S corporation. How you title the property is really up between you and your accountant. Okay, But keep in mind, it is a business. And so with businesses, expenses are deductible. Now, I do want to say, I want to uh, give a little disclaimer here that we're not CPAs, we're not accountants, and we're not attorneys. So the information that we give is informational only, but we strongly suggest that if you decide you want to do this is talk with your local CPA, your tax preparer, and, and potentially your attorney to see if this is a right, a, a right type of investment for you and your current situation. So expenses. So being that this is a business, you're able to deduct most all of your expenses. You can deduct repairs. You can deduct improvements, the cost of improvements. You can deduct your utilities. You can deduct the cost of your cable TV and your internet, uh, the management fee that you might pay a, a property manager like us to manage it for you. These are all deductible expenses that are going to come off you know, your gross income. And again, if you file it on a standard 1040 form, you just will schedule C this, and it's it's pretty easy to do, okay? So expenses, again, no, depending on how you set this property up, are all going to be deductible. That's a huge benefit for you as this vacation rental owner. Now, I, want, I also want to just warn you before you get all excited that you can own a property, stay in it, and deduct all of the expenses. The IRS does limit you to 14 leisure days per year in your cabin to be able to continue to take advantage of the deductibility of your expenses. Now, obviously, if you work in the cabin, you do things with, you know, in your property, uh, you meet vendors, you make repairs, anything that you do, 
uh, in your cabin yourself is not considered a leisure stay. Just if you are going to do this, make sure to document what you're doing so that in the event you are ever audited, you can prove to the IRS or whatever taxing authority that, in fact, it wasn't a leisure stay, but rather it was a work stay. So that's expenses. Now, there are some other um, there are some other ways that you can help increase your marginal tax and return cap rate of having and buying or potentially building a vacation rental property. Again, if you are selling a property somewhere else and you want to avoid capital gains getting charged the capital gains tax on your gain, you know, the IRS currently does allow for a 1031 tax deferred exchange so that you can take the gross amount, the gross proceeds at sale and be able to use those that money without capital gains taxation to purchase a like property somewhere else. So you have a ski lodge in Tahoe and you sold it, you know, for $2 million, but it has a cost basis or what you paid for it of a, of a half a million dollars. Okay, so if you've bought it for a half a million and you sold it for two million, you have one point five million dollars in gains or in profits that Uncle Sam is going to want to charge you capital gains tax on. Now, how would you rather than paying the capital gains tax, how would you like to be able to take all two million dollars and move that into a like property here in the Tennessee Smoky Mountains or the North Georgia Mountains? It's a very attractive way for owners of vacation rental properties in other places to invest here, buy a better, maybe larger or multiple properties to be able to diversify their real estate portfolio and perhaps enhance their income position. Very good ways of doing it. Now, there are some other ways as well to help you know, uh, lessen your tax liability. You know, there are, you can use depreciation tables, standard depreciation. You can do uh, cost segregation where you're able to uh, advance your depreciation from a longer period of time to a much shorter period of time, giving you a greater depreciation schedule in the early years of your, of your purchase. Plus other tools, again, that may or may not be applicable to you, but certainly you're going to want to speak with your accountant about to see if you qualify for these and other specialty deductions, itemizations, and depreciation. So going back to asking a question is, are buying vacation rental properties here in the Tennessee Smoky Mountains and in the North Georgia Mountains a good investment? And I'd like to think that it is. It's good in a lot of reasons. One, even though we are in an appreciating market, if you buy today, you're still not buying, at least as of today, at the top of the market. We are still having an appreciating market. So at some future point, a year, two years from now, when it's a long-term capital gain versus a short-term, you're able to then sell it and perhaps 1031 that money into an even nicer property. So you are buying it into an appreciating market here. Two, you know, the more, you know, supply and demand, the more guests that come here, the more demand there is, the higher we're able to charge in rates to increase your income. So, you know, it's, it's never guaranteed, obviously, but now's a good time because 
Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, Sevierville, the North Georgia Mountains is a very, very popular place to come visit. A lot of people from around the country are coming here, whether it's a repeat visit or a first-time guest, falling in love with it. They're telling their friends and family, and they're coming here as well. So now is a good time because the demand is high and the supply is not stagnant, but not quite what the demand is. So again, that's helping you to determine that you have a good investment here. Um, you know, and again, I can't stress enough the value of diversifying your portfolio. Having a diversified portfolio, you know, some, you know, maybe in some equities and some bonds, maybe some other real estate, whether it's commercial real estate or it's a long-term residential rental. Many of you may have experience in that, um, you know, or other maybe non-traditional types of investments. This is another arrow in your quiver to ensure that your financial plan can withstand ups and downs in the market, ups and downs of any recent change in administrations, that it can weather those storms so that you can continue to enjoy the financial life that you've worked so hard for. Now you're intrigued and you ask yourself, maybe I want to take this a little further. What are the next steps? What do I have to do to learn more about owning a vacation rental property in the Tennessee Smoky Mountains or in the North Georgia Mountains? How much more is there to learn to be an informed and educated vacation property investor? There's a lot. The more you know, the better you are, and we can help. You can call me, Kevin Vozar, direct at 615-517-8354, and I'll be happy to answer your questions. Or you can learn more on your own by visiting the Cabins for You website at cabinsforyou.com. Click the property management tab and you'll be led straight to our owner university. I think you're really going to enjoy the library of documents, the library of resources that we have there to help not just novice new potential owners, but also if you own property somewhere else, perhaps it can even help you understand a little bit more about the arena that you're in. And I think it's, you, you will find it very, very valuable. Last but not least, I'd love for you to thank you for listening to our podcast. And if you have enjoyed this episode, and it doesn't matter which platform you're listening to it on, please hit subscribe. We'd love to be able to have you listen to future episodes and learn more about what it means to be a vacation property owner, or if in the future our content is related to traveling to this area, some tips of what, how best you can enjoy your time while you're in this great vacation land of ours. Or if you would like to be contacted directly as to when the next podcast is going to be, email me. Email me at kvozar at cabinsforyou.com. That's K. V as in Victor, O-Z-A-R, kvozar at cabinsforyou.com. I'll add you to the list and you'll get not just notifications of when the next podcast is going to be and what the topic is, but we can also send you some additional information about travel here, discounts, and other things that could help you, both you and your family and you as an investor, if you're going to do something like purchase a vacation property here in the Tennessee Smoky Mountains and in the North Georgia Mountains. So thanks again. Have a great day. 
And remember, with Cabins for You, it's great to stay, play, and profit. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day, and you'll be hearing from us soon. Hey, folks. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing or sharing with a friend. And tune in next time for the latest episode of the CFY Podcast. Until then, feel free to visit our website, cabins4u.com, where you can plan your next vacation, you can book 24-7, and learn more about our vacation rental management program. Till next time, see ya, and have safe travels.